first news is always fair, accurate. You get the damn truth. Officials say Ukrainian emergency workers have now recovered three bodies from a school hit by a Russian strike in the east part of the country. Casualties follow a barrage late yesterday on a densely populated area in the Ukraine's second largest city. 23 others were wounded. Listen listen to this. (laughs) For more than a year, President Joe Biden's ability to avoid the coronavirus seemed to defy the odds. This is their opening line, Mark. When Biden finally tested positive, the White House said he was ready. It set out to turn the diagnosis into a teachable moment for America. The White House has offered repeated assurances. The president is hard at work isolating in a residential area. Just minor symptoms yesterday. The administration's effort to offer Biden as a personification of the idea that America can get COVID and recover without suffering. What a difference in approach, huh? I mean, folks, let's all together put our fingers in our mouth and go, ah. (laughs) The death of a street cleaner during a heat wave in Madrid driving the debate now about what we must do about climate change. Officials and unions are trying to ease the heat inequalities faced by lower earning workers and families. Excuse me, has a higher income worker ever died from the heat before? (laughs) Ever? Ever? 60-year-old collapsed with heat stroke and died. Scientists are blaming uh, global warming. Why don't they let the autopsy uh, determine why the man died. All right. People die from heat stroke every year. You don't have to be in Spain. You don't have to be in Madrid. People die from heat stroke in Texas and Florida, New York and Seattle all the time. U.S. Representative Lee Zeldin, a Republican candidate for New York for governor was assaulted by another crazy ass Democrat yesterday, tried to stab him in upstate New York. This is what they do. Remember, you want to look at the laundry list of things they've done. You want to look at the attack on the congressman while they were playing softball in Washington, D.C. by a crazed Bernie Sanders fan. You want to look at the death threats against Brett Kavanaugh just a few months ago. Mm hmm. Nuts. Crazy. Tried to attack him. He wasn't seriously hurt. Said he was able to grab the attacker's wrist and stop him for a few moments until others tackled him. He's lucky. New York health officials are reporting the first U.S. case of polio in more than 10 years. Rockland County resident, an unvaccinated young adult who developed paralysis. The person is no longer contagious. Investigators, though, trying to figure out whether other people were exposed to the virus or not. State health officials scheduled polio vaccination clinics now as part of the response. Polio was once one of the nation's most feared diseases. Most Americans are vaccinated against polio. And uh, that vaccine, I think, came out in the 50s, early 50s to mid 50s. 
We all got them as kids. They used to line us up in school, use the same needle and same gun on everybody. Remember that, Mark? But another case yesterday, and now there's monkeypox. The spread of monkeypox in the United States could represent the dawn of a new sexually transmitted disease. Some health officials say the virus that causes pimple-like bumps might yet be contained before it's established. Now, experts don't agree on the path of the virus. Some fear it's becoming so widespread. It's on the verge of becoming now a new entrenched STD, like gonorrhea, herpes, HIV, and others. No one's really sure, though. Some say testing and vaccines can stop the outbreak from taking root. 2,400 cases have been reported so far in the United States. Japan's cabinet has formally decided to hold a state funeral for assassinated former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe in September. The plan for a state funeral has sparked national debate. Some people oppose it and the use of tax money for it. Abe and please ultra-conservatives like him. Uh, Abe was shot while making a campaign speech uh, about a week or so ago. Suspect is being held for further investigation. The United States has filed another labor complaint about alleged violations of union organizing rights in Mexico, filed under the U.S.-Mexico Free Trade Pact, which requires Mexico enforce a law that said employees are allowed to freely choose the union that represents them. For decades, pro-company unions kept wages in Mexico low, by reaching behind-the-scenes deals with employers. The latest complaint involves a union representing the fight in a car parts factory in northern Mexico. We told you they want to limit the size of swimming pools now that go up in Las Vegas because of the drought. The drought down in the desert. After September 1st of this year, new home swimming pools can only be the size of a three-car garage. (laughs) Officials are worrying about dwindling water supplies from drying up Lake Mead in the depleted Colorado River. They've sucked so much out of that river and reservoir with the growth down in the southwest that they need new water sources, and yet they won't do it. Officials said the region in Las Vegas, which is now home to 2.4 million people in Las Vegas, There's over 200,000 home swimming pools there that have to be filled and maintained. Russia and Ukraine are expected to sign an agreement that would allow Ukraine to resume grain shipments around the world and Russia to export grain and fertilizer. While those countries are at war, Ukrainian and Russian military delegations reached a tentative agreement last week on a plan that would enable Ukraine to export 22 million tons of grain. 22 million tons of grain and other ag products that have been stuck because the Russians own the Black Sea ports right now. Amazon's in the news. They announced yesterday that they will acquire the primary care organization One Medical. They're buying them for $3.9 billion marking another expansion for that retailer into healthcare services. They run membership-based primary care practices in several markets around the country and offer virtual care as well as in-person visits. 
As of March, there were close to three-quarters of a million members, 188 medical offices in 25 different markets. Stocks ended higher on Wall Street yesterday. The gains came in amid a deluge of news about the economy, interest rates, corporate profits, unemployment, all those things came in yesterday. The S&P 500 rose 1% after shaking off an early stumble. The Dow was up 0.5%. NASDAQ rose 1.4%. Much of the focus is on Europe and what's going on there as well. Better than expected profit reports came in from Tesla, came in from Tesla and others. Although Americans filing jobless claims at our highest level in eight months, 251,000, 1.38 million people still collecting unemployment in the United States, even with over 11 million jobs available for them to choose from. Here closer to home, it doesn't take long, you know, to turn our very, very wet area (laughs) into a tinderbox. And yesterday, you'll notice there was smoke all over the place as fires were breaking out right and left. Things are drying out. Things are getting a little crispy out there. Big fire yesterday, halfway between Lockwood and Hardin. Uh, Yesterday, firefighters responded quickly. Best way to fight a fire, keep it small. Firefighters doing excellent job in the area so far, but with things getting worse, people will have to keep their guard up a little bit. Oh, a woman from Pakistan and another woman from Iran appear to be the first females from their countries to reach the top of K2, the world's highest and most dangerous summit. These two women went on the venture to climb that mountain K. You know who are the two happiest people in the world are? The husbands <laughs> of both those women who decided to go climb the mountain. They reached the peak today. An Afghan climber actually died a day earlier uh, due to a heart attack while trying to attempt scaling K2. Only a few hundred have actually successfully reached K2 summit. Most of the deaths, though, happen on the descent down from that summit, not on the way up. Oh, and the FBI with big news yesterday. They found zero, none, no evidence of missing Teamster boss Jimmy Hoffa during a search of land under a bridge in New Jersey. Hoffa has been missing since 1975, last seen in suburban Detroit. The decades-long mystery turned last year to land next to a former landfill under the Pulaski Skyway in Jersey City. Well, the FBI conducted the search there in June. Nothing of value was discovered. So the mystery continues about James Hoffa and where he might be, if he's dead, where he's buried, where his body ended up. No one knows. And uh, someday they might find out. Someday they they might not find out. But uh, I don't think they're ever going to find him. No. Um, ever. Folks in sports... Uh, Paul and I don't follow the NFL like we used to pre uh, pre kneeling and social injustice and all that. But I will say we really enjoyed watching the championship games in Mexico last year where the Rams won and the Bengals won and then met in the Super Bowl, uh, which the Rams won. Well, last night the Rams unveiled their Super Bowl rings and uh, 
This is the most carat weight in the history of a sports championship ring. The top of the ring features the Rams logo made up of blue and yellow sapphires, the Lombardi Trophy, two palm trees. Under the removable top of the ring is a view of SoFi Stadium, uh, surrounded by a piece of Super Bowl game ball. The field underneath the roof is uh, made up of remnants of SoFi Stadium turf from the 20 and 21 seasons. And uh, uh, and they got, what, 20 carats worth of uh, white diamonds, I think, in that ring. uh, The Rams chose to represent January 12th, honoring the three dates in the franchise history with 1.12 carats of diamonds. On January 12th, 2016, the Rams were approved to move back to L.A., on January 12th, 17, the Rams hired Sean McVay as coach. And on January 12th, 2019, the Rams beat the Dallas Cowboys for their first playoff victory after moving back to Los Angeles. And I just read that story because I have so many friends that are Cowboys fans. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like uh, today's going to be the hottest day for a while. And then uh, we're going to cool off 97 today. By the time it peaks this afternoon, and then we get into the 80s over the weekend, and we start next week, we'll be in the low 80s, 81 degrees. There is a 20% chance of showers on Sunday, and uh, that, that'll that happen uh, about the time I start knocking down my pea, oats, and, and uh, barley hay mix, mm-hmm. that grain, you know, I, I it's it's ready and I, I'm not to it yet and I gotta get to it. So I'll I'll be, I'll bring that rain on Sunday. What have you been doing? Sitting on my ass, Mark, <laughs> picking it. What do you think I've been doing? God. Once again, thanks for tuning in to Mark Lazy Everything Wilson and Paul Beat Around the Bush Must Haven. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. God. Jeez. Thought I'd ask. Hope you folks have a good weekend. (laughs)